millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, everyone. And, of course, welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. Hope you guys are having a great day. We've got a lot to discuss. First, for those of you in the chat, I want to draw your attention to the chat. Tiki Tie for You wants to know, Why have you not covered Woo's News January 6th Revelations? I find it pretty sad that you haven't shown it, and if you haven't even seen it yet, I find it even worse. Tiki Ty, let me ask you a question. Does popping into someone's chat and attempting to shame them for something that you actually don't have any idea about really work for you? Is that something that you normally do? Or, like, did your wife teach this to you? Your mother, maybe? I mean, this is a very, very unnecessary tactic. First of all, I don't know who Woo's News is. And I can't know everything. So if you need to send me something, then please do. But if you're discussing the January 6th videos of uh, police posing as Antifa and talking about the candy striping on their barrels, yeah, I talked about it yesterday. And I even talked about it on a show that I was a guest on earlier today. I'll pass the link out for that tomorrow. But either way, appreciate you guys being here. As always, if you have something you think I should see, or you'd like to know if I have an opinion on, you can always send it to redpill78 at protonmail.com. Something I have not been able to find a message from Tiki Tai or even Woo's News. <laughs> All right, so do me a favor, sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this. 
The U.S. dollar has lost 85% of its value since the 1970s. That's when the dollar was decoupled from gold. And right now it seems like the government is hell-bent on continuing that tradition. From now until the next election, you can bet the government is going to print as much money as they want. And the last time they did that, inflation went up by 9%. You see, gold is the one asset that has been proven to withstand inflation. And you can invest in gold with Noble Gold Investment. And when you do, you're also going to get this 24 karat quarter ounce gold standard coin for free. So visit Noble Gold Investments at my special website, redpill78gold.com. Once again, that's Noble Gold Investments at redpill78gold.com or simply dial 877-646-5347. And they're going to answer the phone any time of the day. Noble Gold is the only gold company I trust. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us and welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. I hope you're having a lovely day. We have a lot to discuss. Thank you very much for the kind words out there in the chat. I don't even think Ty is here to listen to my re-education. Clearly, he doesn't watch the show because he would have seen I talked about January 6th yesterday. Uh, I talk about January 6th as often as I can because, obviously, I want to blow the lid off the false flag insurrection that took place on that date in 2021. The federal government and many different agencies were present in D.C. on January 6th. They were dressed as Antifa. They were dressed as plainclothes Trump supporters. They were dressed as counterinsurgents. There was even Ukrainian Azov Battalion present in D.C. on January 6th. But if Ty watched the show, he'd know that I already talked about those things. Let us begin today by discussing, oh my gosh, and of course, I had a uh, reset on my computer, guys. So, I have to fix my articles. Give me just one second. Here we go. Here we go. I would like to begin by setting the stage for you. You know, I titled the show Slow Drip Flood. I think this is what we're in the midst of right now. You know, for a long time, it was bits and pieces of information coming out. And now it seems that the information is coming so fast, even I can't possibly watch all of it, apparently. Uh, but I do my best, and that's why I'm here with you guys every day at 5 p.m. Eastern, uh, Monday through Thursday, and then also at 9 p.m. Eastern on Friday and Saturday, and then also Mondays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern on Badlands, Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on Badlands, and Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern on Badlands. I guess I'm not doing enough. I need to do better, guys. I need to expose Joe Biden. I need to expose the deep state. And I need to make sure that everybody is fully aware of absolutely everything that I know and that I ought to know, even though I'm only human and there's only so much that I can possibly know at any given point. Again, email me, redpill78 at protonmail.com. Right now, because of this drip and now flood of information coming out, In addition to the missteps of the current regime, Joe Biden's administration, the American people who weren't already turning on him have begun to do so. And in this instance, we're talking about stalwart Democrat supporters, the kinds of votes that the DNC could reliably count on every single election. We're talking about the working class. We're talking about black and Latino voters. We're probably talking about union voters as well. Joe Biden is, from all estimations, beginning to lose footing, lose the very necessary support of those 
very basic groups, the groups that the Democrats believed that without fail, they could count on to show up at the polls every single election day. Now, for someone like me and for someone like you who's been paying attention, you're saying, of course, <laughs> you know, what the hell took you so long? Why were you only just now switching your support from Joe Biden? Well, you know, you can never take it for granted that people have to wake up on their own time schedule. People come to information as they receive it. And nobody can know everything that they don't know until the moment that someone else tells it to them. And that's why shows like this, that's why you out there spreading this information on the internet is so vitally important. Please also, if you wouldn't mind, hit the like button, hit the red pill if you're over on pilled.net. If you wouldn't mind also helping to share the show so that people who don't know about my channel can find out about my channel. But to somebody like us guys, it's not a surprise. I mean, Joe Biden and his cronies, Joe Biden and his illegitimate administration have been slowly but surely steadily destroying the America that we love. A long time ago, Joe Biden set out on this path to basically bring the United States to its knees. And although that may be happening seemingly culturally, Certainly economically, definitely politically uh, on a global stage, it's not happening among the people. The people are standing up. The people are refusing to kneel and the people are not willing to throw their support behind Joe Biden. Now, these particular voters, the working class, the black voters, the Latino voters, these are all segments of the vote that although the Democrats have for years Uh, courted these people, told them that they were the only party that cared about their needs, that cared about what happened to them, their families, their jobs, their neighborhoods. I mean, it's also become quite obvious that the Democrats never cared about anything other than their own spending accounts, their own political action committees, their own friends in business and banking and their cronies in the political world. Because when have the Democrats ever made decisions or put into place policy that affected blacks, Latinos, or the working class in a positive way, light. I mean, you might have to go back to the Great Depression and Franklin Delano Roosevelt with the Civilian Conservation Corps putting all of those people back to work who otherwise lost their jobs because the fat cats on Wall Street tanked the stock market. There's a lot more to it, obviously, than that. But you get my point. You get my point. The Democrats have not supported America. The only thing they've supported is themselves and their own lip service. And so now black and Latino voters are turning away from Joe Biden in droves. This is not a new phenomenon, but it's now happening at a level which I'm pretty certain is giving the Democrats uh, a, a fear that they haven't felt before, a certain quaking in their boots that they are unable to contain. So uh, where does this information come from? Well, Uh, obviously polls. We've got polls that the Democrats, DNC, and other left-wing organizations do on a regular basis because although they don't really care about the pulse of the people, they have to keep their finger on it so that they can pay lip service to it. Now, one of the main reasons that Joe Biden is struggling in the polls against President Donald Trump, and I would have to guess against any other candidate out there, Democrat or Republican, is because he has underperformed with his main constituency. Uh, and that would be the white voters without a college degree. These are people who make up the bulk of the working class of the United States of America. Now, 
Isn't it funny that uh, one of the, the the biggest and best things that Joe Biden has has tried to do is to pass the uh, forgiveness for student loans? Now, if you have a, a college degree, just by very nature of that fact, it is much more likely that you make more money than somebody who doesn't have a college degree. And the people who didn't go to college decided not to either because they just didn't want to go to college. Maybe they were part of a trade or maybe they didn't want to be saddled with all that debt. You know, I I certainly would like to not be saddled with that, but I took the debt on. And so I pay it in the same way I pay my note on my mortgage every month in the same way that I pay for my car every single month. But if Joe Biden is able to successfully get that student loan forgiveness to go through, overwhelmingly, it will positively affect rich white donors and voters in the Democrat primary and general election. So Democrats have made some gains among suburban and upper middle class voters, probably as a result of Joe Biden's policies, which are in a way favoring them. Now, since President Trump came into office, since he made his uh, debut on the political scene, of course, there's also been a lot of bad press from the mainstream media, from places like CNN and MSDNC. And so undoubtedly, You know, that small sliver of the white upper crust that watch those channels, they are also probably willing to support Joe Biden. But when it comes to the working class, when it comes to the the meat and potatoes, the uh, the real, uh, you know, the the, the heart and soul of America, let's say uh, those people are walking away. Now, pundits for the Democrat Party have recently been focusing very heavily uh, on white working class voters who changed their allegiances from former President Obama to President Trump. There was a lot of those people in 2016. And these people have now made up a new key part of the GOP coalition, not because of their whiteness, not because of their job, uh, not because of anything other than the fact that they care about their nation, they care about taking care of their families, and they care about an agenda that's being put together by a man who appears to actually care about this country. But with Democrats losing ground in these very key areas, not only among the working class white communities of America, but their non-white counterparts as well, it begs the question, who is going to be left to vote for the Democrats come 2024? Now, This happened under Trump. I think it happened before Joe Biden. We know that Joe did not get 81 million votes, and it has happened at an even more alarming rate ever since Joe Biden came into office because he has absolutely no idea what he's doing as commander in chief. He just is destroying this country. So by the time we get to 2024, Joe Biden is going to be very hard pressed to find anyone even in his former base who's going to be willing to support him. Now, what should worry the Democrats the most? Well, uh, non-white working class voters are not satisfied with the economy because Joe Biden has tanked the economy. He's moved all the jobs that were left out of the country. The ones that remained here have been filled by HB1 visa applicants. Uh, The other ones, the non-skilled ones, are going to be filled by illegal alien labor, people who shouldn't even be here. And so the essential argument that Joe Biden has is vote for me because. Because why? Because you're not Trump? 
Okay. Well, that's a pretty good argument to vote against you, unfortunately. So now these constituents that would otherwise be voting for Joe Biden are going to be leaving him twisting in the wind. And it's a real problem. Uh, and and I go back to uh, statements that I've made in recent weeks. Uh, I, I think it's going to be highly likely that because of the mistrust of Joe Biden, because of the poor performance of the Democrats, there will most likely be a third party candidate. That third party candidate will siphon votes away who would otherwise be voting for the Democrat candidate. Donald Trump will be the uh, nominee for Republicans. So you've got people who will already guaranteed vote for Trump. Then you'll have some Democrats who previously voted for Joe Biden, maybe, who now also want to vote for Donald Trump. Then you'll have a whole other sector of them that want to vote for, I don't know, uh, whoever runs as the third party candidate, Green Party or, uh, or or something to that effect. And it's going to mean that Joe will not have the, the votes necessary to even steal the election. This, this is what I'm predicting. I could be wrong. I mean, who knows? N- nobody is right 100 percent of the time. But I think that that's a distinct possibility. Um, (laughs) Okay, so yesterday in Ohio, I got some reports uh, during the day about issues in a special election that the state was holding in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. uh, The voting machines and the scanners were not working, so people were being forced to take their ballots, put them into an orange box, and then... Uh, go on the honor system to to have them scanned in later. Now you you could also come back later in the day, I guess, and, and they would go ahead and uh, and and redo your ballot once the voting machines were fixed. I don't know if this ever got fixed. I mean, it it affected thousands of people. This is all in the Akron, uh, Ohio area, and. Uh, they were looking to vote on a couple of special measure, measures. First of all, issue one, which was a measure to seek setting stringent rules on public attempts to modify the state constitution. So that sounds to me like something that would make it more difficult for the public to modify the state constitution. It would require 60% of voters to pass a non-constitutional amendment. And that is instead of a simple majority of 50% plus one. So uh, this is just a little bit higher threshold. Also, All citizens would be required to place an amendment on the ballot to collect signatures from at least 5% of voters from the last gubernatorial election in 88 counties instead of the current 44. So 88 doubles the number of counties. Obviously, if it has to be in the previous gubernatorial election, they have a specific time frame that they have to work in. Uh, They won't be able to bring it uh, at the very last minute. And then they also wanted to get rid of a 10-day cure period that would allow people living in Ohio to replace any signatures that they deemed faulty by the Secretary of State's office. So if you didn't get it right on the first try, then good luck to you, piss off, and we'll see you later. So uh, yesterday, with the ballot scanner images uh, not scanning, caused a major problem. Uh, people were not happy, uh, and as I said, they had two options. They could drop their uh, ballots in this orange box, uh, or they could uh, return and vote in the proper way later. Now, uh, there's no telling how many people were unable to vote as a result of this. Uh, there's no telling how many people were disenfranchised, but you know, I, I, I 
consider this to be just as bad as what we saw in Arizona, despite the fact that it wasn't a presidential election. It wasn't a midterm. Uh, it wasn't, uh, you know, anything as large as those elections. But I think that any time we have a single voter who's disenfranchised, who's unable to cast a ballot or unable to reliably count on the fact that their ballot has been cast and will be counted, that is a major problem. Now, the curious thing is that the deputy director, Pete Ziegler, of the elections system here, in this area, claimed that there was no malfunction with the machines. So, Pete, if there was no malfunction with the machines, then what the heck happened? I guess he says that poll workers were unfamiliar with the new voting machines as the source of the problems. So this is a an issue with training, apparently. Pete continued, these machines have not malfunctioned. This has only been happening because of poll workers struggling to learn the new equipment. At no point was voting halted. They only swapped out machines as a precaution. So if this is a problem with training... Then you have to ask yourself, was it a problem with training as a matter of purpose? Did they do it on purpose or did they just have people doing the the instruction that weren't very skilled at teaching people how to use this stuff? Now, Carrie Lake did comment on this on Twitter. She said, sounds familiar. Looks like they took a page out of the Maricopa County Selections Playbook. Today is Election Day in Ohio and the machines don't work. The swampy, never-Trumper Ohio Secretary of State was too busy running for another office to do his job making sure Election Day runs smoothly. Don't they always? Reminds me of the jackasses who run Maricopa County elections when they sabotaged Election Day to stop the will of we the people. Wake up, America. Ohio has a big election today. The tabulators aren't working and people are being asked to put their ballots into bags to be scanned later. Hmm. You know what? I'd like to see a constitutional amendment uh, in every single state, which dictates that no matter who you are, you, if you're a resident of the state, you should have the right to request your ballot to be signed out on paper, to be counted by hand. And to be entered into a database manually. Uh, I don't care if it takes a couple of extra hours. I mean, they've already shown us that with these millions of dollars of machines, they still can't decide an election in a reasonable amount of time. All right. So it also came out today that earlier this year, President Trump unfortunately, became the target of a secret warrant obtained by the special counsel's office to search his Twitter account. Of course, they were attempting to find some evidence of President Trump conspiring to overthrow the government he was the duly elected leader of. Uh, so obviously, you catch the sarcasm in my tone, but... It's uh, it's not specifically known what Jack Smith was looking for. Obviously, President Trump was a, an active tweeter before he got uh, his his account banned shortly after January 6th. Uh, clearly, on January 6th, the evidence shows that he told people to go home. He said peacefully and patriotically. He never told people to engage in violence. He said that's for the left. That's not for us. And of course, uh, with the uh, discussion of election fraud online, I think Jack Smith is probably Probably hoping that Donald Trump maybe got a tip from someone. But uh, again, he was the president of the United States of America. He had the right, nay, he had the responsibility to look into the safety, security, and legality of our elections. 
Stopping the steal uh, is a virtuous movement, Jack Smith. It's certainly not something that President Trump should be facing criminal charges over. So uh, this warrant was revealed because uh, prosecutors had moved to acquire access to the inner workings of what they claim is the most powerful megaphone in American politics and perhaps the world stage. Obviously, Donald Trump, he's a big guy, larger than life personality. And I think that's a, a safe characterization there. Now, as I said, he was banned just a few days after January 6th. And what's interesting about this is that after Elon Musk took over and restored Trump's Twitter access, uh, the president has not come back to Twitter because obviously he has his own social media network, Truth Social, which uh, many of you are on. If you want to, you can follow me there at RedPill78. Now, uh, this, uh, this, this decision to seek a warrant uh, was done using a non-disclosure order, which prohibited Twitter from telling President Trump that the special counsel's office was rooting around in there like a pig in heat. Uh, so based on ex parte affidavits, the district court found probable cause to search the Twitter account for evidence of criminal offenses. Moreover, the district court found that there were reasonable grounds to believe that disclosing the warrant to former President Trump would seriously jeopardize the ongoing investigation by giving him him an opportunity to destroy evidence, change patterns of behavior, or notify Confederates. I'm certain that none of that would have happened. President Trump has nothing to hide, so he wouldn't be in there trying to delete things or uh, or change the way that he did things. Now, Twitter, for their part, and God bless you, Elon Musk, they complained to the court that this order violated the First Amendment to the Constitution. Look at that. We have a native South African running uh, in a, 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 a social media platform that previously was suppressing our speech. And here they are fighting for Donald Trump and for the free speech of American citizens. Now, the U.S. District Judge that oversaw this case, District Judge Beryl Howell, uh, should have blocked enforcement of the search warrant until the objection was resolved. But it looks like the appeals court endorsed Howell's decision, saying that even disclosing part of the warrant to Trump would have jeopardized the ongoing criminal investigation. So Elon Musk and Twitter actually declined to give the special counsel's office access to President Trump's Twitter. And as a result, they were fined by the court some $350,000. I just want that to to sink in for you. I know Elon Musk has a lot of money. I know that $350,000 is probably nothing to him. I mean, that's a couple of years salary for most of us, I would imagine. And, uh, And that's a lot of cash. For him to drop that, Uh, In an instant, just to protect President Trump's Twitter account from being accessed by the federal government, man, I mean, my hat's off to him. I I, got to say thank you so much to Elon Musk. I think this is a, a pretty cool thing that you did. And uh, and the only thing is that eventually the feds were able to gain access because, of course, you know, they're the feds. What what are they going to do? Twitter can't afford to bleed three hundred fifty thousand dollars a day for not allowing them in. And that's exactly what would have happened. Okay. Um real quick, I just want to see if I missed anything over here. No. <laughs> I never showed up. Uh let me just say a couple of quick thank yous. 
Uh, Filter Dog One, thank you for. Oh, hold on, hold on, let me do that. Filter Dog One says, uh, "Not gold bars, but gold pills." Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate you. Just Duckies, good to see you as always. Dropping a cookie. Filter Dog One doing the same. Doug Simey, Filter Dog. Who cares? Says high five Zach and RPGF. Have you discussed the Gates move to protect Trump? I have not discussed this. This is something that I feel like I remember hearing about. But I don't have any specific coverage on it right now, and I don't know enough about it to say anything. But if you've got something that you want to send to me, uh, I would sincerely appreciate it. See, that's how you approach somebody about not knowing something. Uh, Porpoiseful, thank you very much for the cookie. And Filter Dog One says, better luck next time on the Mega Million. I got to say, I am not a gambler. I never buy lottery tickets. And, uh, yeah, I just I never have because I just assume I'm going to lose. I mean, everybody loses except for that one dude. And uh, we know that Jeffrey Epstein won uh, Mega Millions out in New Mexico. His ranch, Zorro Ranch, the uh, corporation that owns it, he won like a thirty six million dollar Mega Millions. Well, you know, he didn't actually win it. This was some kind of a payoff. This was after he had uh, pled guilty to that stuff in South Florida. And he had to do, you know, a, a year in in kind of a cushy club fed house arrest. I mean, he got to go to work. He got to hang out with chicks. He, he got to have his uh, bodyguards with him. He got to do everything that he wanted. And at night he would show up to the nicest cell in the Palm Beach County Jail and there would be nobody else there. He would sleep with the door open. And then in the morning, 6 a.m., he was out of there again. And then they paid him a $36 million Mega Millions winner. Good luck. Yeah, I don't gamble, Vector. Thank you very much, buddy. Glad to see you here. Oh, hold on. Let me make this just a little bit bigger. So I actually have an update on the big story that we talked about yesterday. That would be the story about GBI strategies and one Mr. Gary Bell. Gary Bell being the gentleman pictured right here. I just want to blow this up. I put him on the thumbnail today because I didn't have a picture of him at the time that I started the show yesterday, and I think it's very important. I think Gary Bell needs to be famous. This guy's kind of a ghost online. You can't really find anything about him, and the GBI Strategies websites have been taken down. (laughs) Of course they have, because they don't want you looking him. They want you looking at President Trump, his, uh, his ongoing legal troubles. They don't want you looking at Gary Bell at GBI Strategies or the 12 some million dollars that Joe Biden's campaign paid to him uh to uh to do a, a get out the vote effort. What was it that Joe Biden said? We have the most sophisticated voter fraud network in America. He wasn't lying. Gary Bell was running it. That's right. Gary Bell was the guy who put it all together. He had some 70 organizations all across the country. And just in case you, you missed the show yesterday, basically in Muskegon, uh, a month before the 2020 election, October 8th, uh, there was a, 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 a city elections clerk named Ann Meish. And she witnessed a woman come in dropping off like 10,000 uh, absentee voter applications or perhaps just regular voter applications. Anyways, she called the cops. She said, hey, this isn't normal. Not only was this woman dropping off uh, 10,000 ballot applications, but most of them appeared to be filled out by the exact same person. Uh, also, some of the information wasn't matching stuff in the database. Uh, the addresses were not real. The phone numbers were not real. So anyways, she calls the Muskegon PD. 
Muskegon PD comes down. They're like, oh, yeah, heck, yeah, we have a, a voter fraud situation going on right here. So let's call the Michigan State Police. The Michigan State Police called were called in. They said, oh, my gosh, we got to call the secretary of state. We've got to call the attorney general. So they did all of that. They did their investigation. They actually raided some places which were tied to Gary Bell and GBI strategies. And uh, we'll go over exactly what they found when we get back from the break for the second half of the show. We'll be right back. And just like that, half the year is done and gone. And in that time, my digital money has gifted us with some majestic crypto bull runs. Bitcoin, of course, remains the king with an 80% gain year to date. And financial institutions like Fidelity and others have announced funds they are actively working on to provide Bitcoin access to their clients. Ethereum gained 55% year to date, fueled by the Chappella upgrade. And Litecoin went up 35.25% year to date after it was chosen by Citadel Securities and Fidelity-backed EDX markets to trade on its exchange. Bitcoin Cash, it's up 176% year-to-date. And my digital money has been emphasizing the importance of long-term data when investing for a long time. Don't get caught up in the daily social media chatter. Don't get caught up in politics, not when it comes to your investments. What you should be concerned about is how to invest securely. So invest with my digital money. When you invest with my digital money, your funds are secure. They will never co-mingle with our funds. In fact, no matter what happens with my digital money, your funds are always safe. So if you're ready to invest in cryptocurrency, invest with mydigitalmoney.com. Click the link in the description box below. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Good afternoon. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, as always, my name is Zach Payne, the corruption detector, and you're watching Red Pill 78, where we are currently broadcasting Red Pill News, my show Monday through Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you very much to the 230 people. 200. Oh, gosh. How did it just jump from 230 to 219? How did that happen? Well, anyways, 219 people who liked the show over on Rumble. Only two of you didn't like it. That's okay. Uh, either way, you showed up and that's a view. So that counts. So getting back to this investigation. Now, the police who put together a task force to investigate these claims of voter fraud, they were actually able to speak to this woman who was dropping off these thousands of ballots. They actually were able to connect her back to GBI strategies itself and additional people who were working for this organization. We're talking about an $1,100 a week salary, so $4,400 a month. We're talking about a free burner phone. We're talking about a free rental car. We're talking about free gift cards so that you could pay for all of your stuff using those gift cards. All you had to do was fill out a bunch of voter applications and then turn them in. Doesn't even matter if they're real people. They're still going to pay as long as the Democrats have access to those lists so they know how many ballots they can stuff into the box. So when they raided GBI strategies, that's where they found the burner phones. That's where they found the gift cards. That's also where they found Semi-automatic guns with silencers and suppressors. Uh, obviously, those things are NFA controlled, so uh, they looked into it and they were legally obtained. I just wonder if because they were also getting paid $12 million by Joe Biden's campaign fund, if perhaps they got a shortcut to those NFA tax stamps from the ATF. I don't know, and we'll probably never know. But they also found incomplete voter registrations and a uh, an office that was being run out of a now-closed eyeglasses store. So it wasn't clearly marked as GBI strategies. Now, 
I, I hear this story yesterday, <clears throat> and I think to myself, of course, of course, we knew something like this was happening. We just didn't have the specific framework to define exactly what happened. But my friends, I mean, this is clearly the exact Rosetta Stone that we've been looking for. I mean, I'm not going to you know, shortcut myself here. I mean, I, there, there are a number of different schemes for voter and election fraud that exist out there. Uh, this is probably just one of many. But if we're hang on, I got to stand up, guys. It's getting real hot in this chair. Hold on. OK, here we go. So. There are many different ways for people like Gary Bell and GBI Strategies and Joe Biden to engage in voter and election fraud. This is one that probably was able to inject tens of thousands of ballots, if not hundreds of thousands of ballots in every state where they worked. Now, they were all over the country. It wasn't simply in the state of Michigan. It was all over the state of Michigan. What do we know about this story? Well, we know that nobody talked about it until just a couple of days ago. We know that uh, uh, the Secretary of State and the Attorney General of Michigan, uh, they didn't talk about it. They haven't told anybody that this investigation was happening. And the FBI, the stalwart investigative agency of the United States of America, the, the crown jewel of the United States federal game, uh, has known about this. Since before the election, since before the 2020 election. But of course, they found no widespread evidence of voter or election fraud at any time. Uh, so GBI strategies, who are they? Well, they are this left wing campaign organizing organization. Not unlike uh, some of the ones that Democrats have been involved with in the past down in Georgia, Stacey Abrams, she had her own nonprofit uh, that was more than likely running ballot mules to and from uh, Barack Obama started as an organizer with Acorn way back in the day in Chicago. Well, Gary Bell, uh, he has a mailing address in Alexandria, Virginia, which, by the way, is like CIA spook central Fredo awakening. Zach is the 10th wonder of the world. No joke. If you don't hit that like button, you ain't black. <laughs> I've got that Joe Biden story queued up somewhere in here too, Fredo. So thank you very, very much, Fredo. I appreciate you, buddy. So uh, Spook Central, does it surprise anyone that the largest, hang on, I need to find that clip of Joe Biden mentioning the election fraud, Joe Biden election fraud. Hang on just a sec. Mm-mm-mm. Here we go. Joe Biden says he's built the most extensive voter fraud organization in history. Let's listen. We to have it. put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I need to download that so that I can play it at any time. So. Does it surprise anybody that the largest and most extensive voter fraud organization in history had office space or a home in Alexandria, Virginia, which is right near where the central. 
Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. The intelligence agency calls its home. If you were to search GBI strategies online, you would find that it is uh, an LLC located in Tennessee. Gary Bell, like I said, is a ghost. You cannot find information about him. He does have a very impressive resume, though. And uh, according to uh, an organization called CompMo Group, Gary Bell manages over 70 operations in 20 states and lends logistical and consulting to support to another seven states. So over half the country, this guy is active in those states. Now, 
in his resume, he does brag about managing 70 different campaigns. I'm sure they're all for Democrats. He also has uh, a number of uh, work sites that are not specifically campaigns, but probably campaign and organizing efforts. He also brags about doing something called IEs. That is uh, uh, an acronym for independent expenditure. These are campaigns for groups whose spending on campaign-related actions would not otherwise be disclosed or publicly available. So it's a way of hiding the way your organization spends its money. You just have Gary Bell and GBI do it. Now, Gary Bell appears to be a a major part of the campaign world deep state, and uh, he has been actively involved in getting left-wing candidates into office all over the nation. So if we take a look at his profile here, Gary Bell, after six years of working with a prominent consulting and communications firm based in Washington, D.C., Gary developed expertise and skills in campaign management, organizing and canvas operations, data management, and voter contact. Gary personally managed over 70 organizations operating in 20 different states while lending logistical and consulting support in an additional seven states. Gary understands and has years of experience in developing proper targets and corresponding messaging, often leading hundreds of field managers and thousands of canvassers in get-out-the-vote operations, voter registration efforts, and issue advocacy efforts. Gary is a skilled voter file management, data management systems, campaign management systems, and related software. Now, if we go back to his uh, his his bio on another web- website, uh, it actually uh, says the exact same thing, but it has an email address that uh, you can see. Uh, we also have links to Gary Bell working with additional left-wing political organizations, including the DSCC, which is the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, the DNC, which is the Democratic National Convention, the Black PAC, the IBEW, the uh, International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, and SEIU, which is another organization that I'm not off the top of my head familiar uh, with the, uh, the the meaning of the acronym. Um, but however, here you have Gary Bell. It's uh, talking about all of his relevant experience, etc. Now, I mentioned the $12 million paid to GBI by the Biden organization. How do we know that? Well, it's available in FEC filings. You can go back to 2020 and see that in that year, Joe Biden's campaign paid GBI strategies $11,254,919. Now, do we have a date for that? I don't believe so. Mm. Yes, it was filed October 24th, 2020. So uh, this is coming from the Black Pack Committee. However, it was Joe Biden, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., that was the uh, uh, the one who was benefiting from the expenditure. So uh, also Hillary Clinton paid for him back in 2016. The only difference is that she only paid him fifty eight thousand five hundred ninety nine dollars. So clearly that wasn't enough money to get the election stolen back in 2016. Now, I want to take you just back to this statement right here that Gary Bell uh, managed Thousands of canvassers and get out the vote operations. If we know that he was active in 27 states, 27 states, thousands per state, perhaps. Uh, think about how many 
fraudulent votes that could potentially buy you. And with an $11.2 million budget, almost $12 million, imagine how many people you could pay at only a scant $1,100 a week. And then you buy their track phone for them. Uh, anyways, GBI Strategies is also currently being paid by a number of Democrats, and uh, they are spending a lot of money there. The uh, DSCC, as I mentioned, the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, they spent $2.1 million in 2020. DNC Services Corp spent over a million dollars. The Democratic Party of Iowa spent nearly half a million dollars. Black Pack, almost nearly half a million dollars. Biden for president directly spent $450,000. This, to me, again, seems to be the Rosetta Stone for how we can identify fraud in uh, any of the states where GBI strategies was working. So uh, this is an open call to people who like to dig, dig on GBI strategies, find information about people who are funding GBI strategies and the FEC filings, and then let's put it together. Let's determine exactly where he was working and where GBI strategies was stealing votes all over America. Pretty important stuff. At least it was an inclusive voter fraud campaign. Yes, they they included everyone. (laughs) Blacks, whites, Mexicans, the dead, it didn't even matter. Anyways, let's get back to uh, uh, maybe where some of that money Joe Biden was spending came from. We've got new information coming out of the House Oversight Committee. New bank records on Hunter Biden receiving payments from Russia and Kazakh officials. We're talking another $20 million. This is uh, evidently on top of that $17 million that they already told us about. This information came out just earlier today uh, in a brand new report. And it mentions that uh, there were payments made from Burisma Holdings, uh, Yelena Batarina, that Russian oligarch who was the former mayor's of Moscow's wife, and then a Kazakh oligarch named Kenis Rakashev. Isn't it so funny how the Democrats just love Russians? They truly love Russians. They, they get on there uh, on television and all they can talk about is how evil Vladimir Putin is and how the, the, the Russian government is, uh, is going to destroy the freedom of Americans by uh, meddling in our election system. But at the same time, they're the ones who are doing it. They're the ones who are being paid by Russians. I've never been paid by a Russian. I would hazard a guess and say that none of you have ever been paid by a Russian. Never been paid a bribe for anything. (laughs) But Hunter and Joe, they just cannot keep their hands out of the till, can they? So James Comer released this new memo earlier today about the business dealings of the Biden crime family, producing bank records which show that Hunter Biden and his business associates were raking in millions of dollars in backhand payments from Russian and Kazakhstani oligarchs. All of this, of course, happening while Joe Biden was sitting in the White House as vice president of the United States of America. It's a 19-page memo, and they even include screenshots for us with redacted bank records. It says there were millions of dollars in payments that came from Ukrainian energy company Burisma Holdings. But there were also many more millions of dollars coming directly from Russian oligarch Yelena Batarina and, of course, this Kazakhstani oligarch Kenez Rakashev. We've heard these names before, but it's always nice when we can put a little sauce together with it. And then there was also the Vice President uh, Biden attending dinners with Batarina Rakashev and a representative from Burisma. Do you think there's a chance 
announced that while at that dinner with <laughs> with Hunter Biden's employer that they might have spoken about Hunter's own business dealings. I tend to think so. Joe Biden met in person, not briefly, but for significant periods of time with those individuals and their representatives, the same people who were paying money to Hunter Biden. It's almost as if Biden was selling access. I mean, obviously, that's exactly what he was doing. But I just love the fact that it's coming out and that Americans can see this, because if you look at this situation, I I mean, if if you're an honest person, let's just be let's be really frank here. If you're an honest, intelligent person and you hear about this story. Joe Biden, as vice president, who supposedly never had conversations about Hunter Biden's business dealings, went to dinner with the same people who were paying millions of dollars to Hunter Biden and didn't talk about the business. Of course, he talked about the business. Joe Biden was knee deep. No, I'm sorry. He was neck deep. Joe Biden was wading through a cesspool of corruption. He lived in that cesspool of corruption. The swamp itself certainly is surrounding Joe Biden. I think that he has made it his home for a very, very long time. And uh, of course, he knew all of it. He was he was the one who was gaining probably the benefit the most because he didn't really have to do anything. Hunter was the one who had to jump on airplanes. <laughs> Hunter was the one who had to answer emails. Joe had to keep an arm's length. He, he couldn't, he had to have the plausible deniability. So he couldn't do any of the things that Hunter was forced to do. No wonder Hunter was on crack 24-7. No wonder he was just living off of bourbon and vodka in hotels. I mean, the poor guy. (laughs) Oh, man, I don't really have that much sympathy for him. (laughs) But it's just, it's funny to think about Hunter complaining about his life. You know, he had it so rough. He was was jet-setting around the world, sleeping with prostitutes and doing as much drugs as he wants. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that sucks for Hunter, I guess. Seems to have enjoyed it for as long as he possibly could. Speaking of drugs, the cocaine found at the White House. It looks like maybe some people in the Secret Service are talking. It looks like maybe they might have found the owner of that cocaine. A couple of sources, three individual sources working within a federal agency with knowledge of the situation. They are not named. That agency is not named, but obviously it was the Secret Service who did the investigation. So I tend to think it's probably them. Anyways, they say that the cocaine was traced back to a person in the Biden family orbit. Now, that makes it a broad swath of suspects, but it doesn't rule Hunter Biden out. It also doesn't rule out Joe Biden. Let's just say that. So, Last month, with that discovery of the bag of cocaine, everybody was waiting with bated breath (laughs) on pins and needles to see what the Secret Service or what the federal government that was looking into the drug use of the son of the president, what they would find. Nobody was surprised when they closed the investigation. I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time today. Nobody was surprised when they closed the investigation. And they basically said, we just can't tell you what's going on. We have no idea. I mean, we're the Secret Service. We keep the president from getting killed every single day, but we can't investigate this bag of cocaine and tell you realistically where it came from. Have you read Secret Empires by Clinton Cash? I I think that uh, uh, Clinton Cash is another book by Peter Schweitzer, and Secret Empires is a book by Peter Schweitzer, too. Uh, it tells you how these corrupt politicians move m- their, their money, and Chapter 2 is about the Bidens, specifically Hunter. Anyways, let 
love your videos. Yes, I actually own those books. I'm a big fan of Peter Schweitzer. He's somebody I've always wanted to interview. If anybody here has a connection to Peter Schweitzer, my gosh, please put me in touch with him. You know what? I'm glad that you said this, Andre. We should do a dramatic reading of uh, some of Peter Schweitzer's better chapters. I think that, yes, 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 I do. I know, I know, I know. It's okay. I should do a dramatic reading. I I, I should give uh, Patrick a run for his money with reading Epic Threads. uh, And we'll do a dramatic reading of Peter Schweitzer's better books here on the channel. We'll figure that one out for the future. But anyways, Soldier of Fortune magazine. It's a, a, a long storied historic publication the publisher of this organization susan katz keating she cited knowledge of three individual sources three anonymous sources and again these sources came independently to soldier of fortune magazine they said we know who did this and independently they all gave the exact same name so it's not like somebody coordinated and sent them all in at the same time they came in on their own so They said that the sources currently work for a U.S. government agency. I guarantee you it's the Secret Service. The Secret Service are good dudes today, and and they are actively protecting President Trump right now. But, of course, they can't speak about this. So – uh, this, uh, th- this, this individual is in the Biden family orbit, but they won't specifically say if it's Joe or Hunter or, I don't know, Devin, certainly not Devin Archer or, uh, any of, uh, Biden's business associates because they weren't there. This has to be like, I don't know, maybe Bo's daughter or maybe Bo's, uh, uh, uh widow. Let me see. Freight awakening. I think it's Jill's Coke. <laughs> That's one I hadn't considered, I have to be honest. Only way to explain those outfits she wears. I, you might be onto something, Fredo. Backdoor Biden says Trump is Batman. Robert Barnes kept referring to Jack Smith as Jack White on Alex Jones last night. Jack White is the Joker in Batman. Coincidence? I think it's Jack Nap- Napier. Maybe J- there's a Jack White that is some, I mean, there's, there's a, like 70 years of Batman comics. So like the likelihood that the Joker has had multiple names is probably true, but I think you're right. Uh, let me see. Zach, serious flat earth idiot Patrick Gunnels can't hold the candle to your recitation ability. Be nice. Oh, I like Patrick. He's a good dude. He's a good dude, but, uh, he, he has, he has his own unique style and, uh, I appreciate him. I just want to go on record and say that. So anyways, uh, we, we will do some Peter Schweitzer reading here sometime in the future. But those sources that worked for the anonymous agency said this. If you want the name, ask Joe Biden. He knows who it is. (laughs) Now, a different source was quick to clarify that the person who owned the cocaine was not Hunter Biden. It was someone within the family orbit, but it wasn't Hunter. Well, that certainly complicates things. I mean, I can't tell you that I've seen any Biden family members or people in their orbit that would look like they were on cocaine. Maybe Sam Brinton. Who was that guy? The the pup handler that worked for the Department of Energy. <laughs> uh, Andre says, Peter Schweitzer. Yes, you're right. I'm still listening on Audible. <laughs> Sweet. Good. <laughs> it's a great book. Mm. Anyways, I, if I'm not mistaken... Secret Empires came out before the 2020 election, and uh, I remember at the time reading it and thinking, oh, this is such an important work. I mean, people have to know about it. And then, boom, you know, I was kicked off the Internet. But anyways, here we are, and nearly three years later, and we're still plugging along. All right, did you guys happen to see this yesterday? 
Another one should not be surprised about. Apparently, the January 6th unselect committee destroyed their evidence, records and documents. Now, that is an illegal act because President Trump would have had subpoena power to call that stuff into the case against him uh, in Washington, D.C. So he said this yesterday on Truth Social. So now that I have full subpoena power, because the freedom of speech sham indictment by crooked Joe Biden, deranged Jack Smith and the DOJ, it has just been reported that the unselect January 6th committee of political hacks and thugs has illegally destroyed their records and documents. This is unthinkable. And the fake political indictment against me must be immediately withdrawn. The system is rigged and corrupt, very much like the presidential election of 2020. We are a nation in decline. Now, of course, uh, Donald Trump is right. I, I mean, there's no other way you can put it. The election of 2020 was a sham. The indictments against President Trump are a sham. The efforts that Joe Biden has gone to to try to suppress free speech and the people who would stand in opposition to him, it's all a sham. We need our nation back and we need our nation back pronto. But as I've said so many times before, I don't think that will happen until we reach the point of mass awakening here in the United States. We need enough people to recognize that this is a broken system. So then they will demand a change. Now, I've said this before and people get so mad, but can you imagine the anger? Can you imagine the passion, the fire that will be lit if they take Donald Trump and put him behind bars? The people of this country are not going to stand for it. Uh, I'm just going to say that. I think that people will not be okay with it. We will be out in the streets. I'm not saying we're going to overthrow the government and want to go on record to say that I'm not talking about overt act of violence like the feds would commit. I'm talking about acts of political and civil disobedience. We should grind this nation to a halt. People should sit in the middle of the roads. People should go to uh, uh, political buildings and just sit there on the lawn. Just sit with their heads down. And if the feds want to come up and beat us to death, then so be it. I'll be a martyr. But these people are not going to keep Donald Trump locked up for long. The people of America will be enraged. So uh, I think that President Trump is going to have an opportunity here during his trial uh, to present his case and to show that he did nothing wrong. The question is, will the judge, will the corrupt Obama-era judge allow that information to be shown? I think that she has to, uh, because if she doesn't, then she just once again proves our point that this is a broken and corrupt system. Does that matter to somebody like her? I mean, Lisa and I were talking about this yesterday. Um, you know, I, I, sometimes I think it's difficult for us to put ourselves in the shoes of someone like this. Because I feel like she's just a giant piece of garbage. Like she is a partisan hack who doesn't care about the spirit, the letter of the law, uh, the impartial application of justice. You know, we think about things largely as uh, as a decent person. You know, what what do my actions do to the rest of the world? What ripples uh, uh, branch out from me dropping a rock in the pond? What happens when I make a choice, when I say something or when I do something? You know, it's like I know not to do bad things, not only because it's not good for me, but it's not good for everybody else around me. But psychopaths like this, the the uh, the 
The end justifies the means. They don't care how they do it. They will do anything necessary to achieve their ultimate goal, which is the destruction of Donald Trump and the destruction of this country. Wild 200X says, Patrick Bashers suck, actually. Wow, the backstabbing in this community is hard to watch. Yes, I, I, I don't know if it might have, might have been a joke. I'm not certain, but, you know, I, that's why I don't even try to get into it. Mm. But yes, um, I, I, uh, I appreciate that. Thank you for supporting the show. So, um, I lost my train of thought here. I totally forgot where I was. All right. So, uh, there was a gag order hearing that uh, President Trump's attorneys had asked for, uh, and Judge Tanya Chutkin uh, had scheduled a hearing uh, on the proposed gag order of President Trump for this January 6th case. Uh, his lawyers and Jack Smith uh, said on Monday evening they both filed dueling motions for this proposed gag order. Now, late Monday, President Trump's attorneys responded to Judge Tanya Chutkin's expedited schedule to respond to Jack Smith's request for a protective order. Uh, this is also basically known as a gag order. It would stop President Trump from being able to speak about certain aspects of this case. And considering the fact that this case is all about freedom of speech, he needs to be able to speak about it. He needs to be able to go onto social media and speak to his audience. Of course, if it was Joe Biden who was charged with something, the man would never have any restrictions put on him. Now, in response to President Trump's post on Truth Social, Jack Smith asked the Obama judge who was overseeing this case to present to prevent the president from sharing information on the case with the public. Uh, this is one of those rare instances where uh, apparently, you know, you're not allowed to face your accusers. You're not allowed to discuss the uh, the claims that are being made against you. I mean, we already know what the claims are. I mean, President Trump speaking to the public. He's just talking about how thin, how thinly veiled this case is and uh, about how unlikely it is that if he was being charged and tried in a reasonable manner that he would be found guilty. Now, the judge uh, gave uh, President Trump uh, essentially until Monday at 5 p.m. to respond to this motion for a gag order. Uh, and then she gave President Trump one day to respond rather than the 14 days that anybody else would get. So this is not normal. This doesn't happen in cases like this. Uh, clearly, they're trying to expedite this case and have it roll into action as soon as they possibly can. So in the midst of primary season, President Trump will be on trial for something that he can be put to death for. So the response from President Trump's attorneys uh, said this in a trial about First Amendment rights, the government seeks to restrict First Amendment rights. Worse, it does so against its administration's primary national, against its administration's primary political opponent during an election season in which the administration, prominent party members and media allies have campaigned on the indictment and proliferated its false allegations. So Jack Smith then responded late Monday night in a competing motion. And this time he claimed that the gag order is necessary because President Trump wants to litigate this case in the media uh, to the detriment of litigating this case in the courtroom. Obviously, the uh, irony of 
of that statement is completely lost on him. Jack Smith has held a number of press conferences. The entirety of the left wing deep state media apparatus is already trying this case in the public on the media, on the airwaves. And LKW Cross says, I agree with RPGF. You are smart and gorgeous, but you are brilliant, too. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. That's really, really sweet. Thank you. Thank you for the generous support. Really appreciate it. All right. Uh, President Trump's legal team then requested this gag order hearing be held on Monday or Tuesday of next week so that both lawyers can be present for arguments since President Trump's attorney, Todd Blanche, is going to be tied up in court this week on matters that are related to Jack Smith's superseding indictment, which was filed in a Florida federal court. So the judge denied those dates requested by President Trump's lawyers and scheduled the hearing for this Friday at 10 a.m. Now, this means that President Trump will only likely have one lawyer present for arguments on Friday. And of course, this is going to be to the detriment of his case. And that, my friends, is the goal. Now, although they are playing hardball with President Trump, I've been saying for a long time that when he comes back, he needs to go dark. He needs to go hard. He needs to be Trump 2.0, Trump the destroyer, God, Emperor Trump. Bring these people to their knees. Use the power that is in your hands to make these traitors pay. And that's exactly what I think he's going to do. And that's exactly what the left is afraid he's going to do. This man right here was a guest on Mika and Joe's Morning Coffee, and he said that when Donald Trump says, I am your retribution, he means it. Trump 2.0 would be exponentially worse than Trump 1.0. Let's go ahead and take a listen, because I love to hear the fear in these cowards' voices. Or. Charlie Sykes, I will admit that uh, even after Donald Trump got elected, um, I thought I thought America would come to its census. I thought mm-hmm. Republicans, my former party, would come to its census. Mm-hmm. I remember Steve Bannon proudly bragging that he was a Leninist. And as a Leninist, he wanted to tear down government, tear down all the institutions that lifted us up, tear down all the institutions that created the American century, tear down all the institutions that fed and freed more people than any other country in the history of. Okay, real quick, uh, Fredo, thank you very much for the uh, very quick fingers. He says, turns out the Joker is Jack White, but it could be a revision like comics do these days. Yeah, the Joker has had like so many backstories. Uh, there was one where he was a comedian. There's the one where he obviously fell into the vat of uh, chemicals. Uh, anyways, he, he there. One of the cool things about the Joker is that you really don't know like what the true story is, and uh, and and I and it would not surprise me if they uh, came out and said that his real name was Jack White and you know Jack Napier. Maybe that was just an alias or something like that. And if I if I'm thinking correctly, that might have only been his name in the Batman movie. But again, as I said, 70 plus years of Batman comics, I couldn't possibly read them all. But thank you, both of you, for uh, for throwing that out there. Mankind. That's what he wanted to do. And I was like, oh, whatever. That's where we are right now. You have Republican mm-hmm. candidates saying they're going to, to <laughs> abolish the... <laughs> AB 502. Scarborough has an Easter Island head. He does. He does. He's got a big old head, doesn't he? 
FBI defund it and abolish it. They're going to tear down the Justice Department. Oh. They're going to tear down uh, institutions. They're going to tear down universities. They're going to do all the things that we conservatives uh, supposedly feared uh, during the 1960s from the radicals on the far left. They're they're actually closer to doing it than the hippies ever were. Yes, tear it down. Tear it all down. This system is broken. These agencies are corrupt. They exist not to serve the will of the people. They exist to serve themselves. The Central Intelligence Agency, chief among them, has one goal and one goal only, and that is the preservation of the institution. That is the preservation of their own power, of their own hegemonic desires. And this same can be said throughout the entirety of the administrative state in the federal government. This, my friends, is the deep state. These unelected bureaucrats make decisions for us on a daily basis. They pass rules and regulations that have the power of law but are not actually laws, but that we have to follow. Yes, Donald Trump is going to tear all of these things down because we need something better. And, you know, this is not Trump derangement syndrome. This is what they are saying that they want to do. This is what they have made it very clear. This is Steve Bannon's agenda right now. I think that's a very interesting point when he said, you know, I want to burn it all down, tear it all down. Well, what 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 are our Republicans all around the country running on? Um, and um, I, I don't think that it's too alarmist to say that uh, this would be the end of the of the Department of Justice's independence. And that would be just part of it, because, um, you know, it's always difficult and dangerous to believe anything that Donald Trump says. But I actually do think that I believe when Donald Trump says that he intends to do this, when he says, I am your retribution, he means oh, it. Yes. that doesn't mean he'll accomplish everything, but he will try and think what that would be like. The yes. 2.0 would be exponentially worse than Trump 1.0. You would not have many of the adults in the room that uh, stop the worst of abuses. And I think this is one of those moments where we need to take him at his word and the rest of his party at his word, because uh, we're at a point now where it's not just Steve Bannon who is ranting, you know, ranting uh, at the moon. Um, he has brought much of the Republican Party itself along with it. The yes. Wants- I want to see the destruction of the old guard. I want to tear down the fifth column that is currently enslaving the people of the United States of America that have subverted our system and who have taken over these agencies that are meant to serve the will of the people. They only exist because the people consented to be governed. The United States of America, the government, this deep state apparatus does not give me my life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. That was ordained to me by my creator, not by Joe Biden, not by the Supreme Court of the United States, not by Congress and other legislative bodies. Yes, Trump 2.0 will be infinitely worse for the deep state. It will be infinitely better for the people of the United States of America. I want to throw my hat in the ring right now. Donald Trump, if you ever hear one of my shows, please, I would love to get a cabinet level position. I would love to be an advisor in the White House. If I could help cutting the fat, if I could help with getting rid of so much of this bloat, the red tape, the waste, 
in D.C., uh, I would do it in a heartbeat. Absolutely love it. I cannot wait to see these people pay for what they've done to our nation. All right. So Joe Biden probably doesn't want you to know about this one. His Democrat cronies definitely don't want you to know about this one. But Jeffrey Epstein is the gift that keeps on giving. He continues, continues to speak for us, speak to us from beyond the grave. We've just learned of new financial ties linking Leon Black to Jeffrey Epstein once more. This was a billionaire financier who was the sole donor to a shady charity that was being run by Jeffrey Epstein. Wow. Wow. Isn't that weird? Why why would Leon Black be supporting this shady nonprofit organization? Maybe it was a payoff so that Jeffrey would take him on trips. Jeffrey would let him spend the weekend at his exclusive island in the Caribbean. Uh, It seems like every single week we get new information coming out of Jeffrey Epstein's financial little black book. And for every single person who was exposed as being a close confidant of Jeffrey Epstein, we see people beginning to crumble. Leon Black, who is Leon Black? He's a Wall Street titan. And now, as a result of his close financial ties that were already known about, we're learning about additional ones. Now, uh, on one hand, he's actually in the middle of being probed by the Senate, the Finance Committee. They're investigating whether Black has met his tax obligations. Uh, there is more than $158 million he paid Jeffrey Epstein for tax advice. There's also... The question as to why he would pay such a large amount of money for simple advice on paying your taxes. I mean, Leon Black was already a billionaire. Jeffrey Epstein appears to really have had no education about financing. He didn't run a hedge fund or anything like that. I mean, the only thing we know he ran was a child trafficking organization. So what's more likely that Jeffrey Epstein also had a secret hedge fund out there someplace that was just worth billions of dollars, or that perhaps he was getting money from elites like Leon Black to prop up his child trafficking empire. I don't know. I mean, it's either A or B. (laughs) I'm going to go with B personally. But so at the same time, Leon Black is now getting on more people's radars uh, because initially the news came out that he paid $62 million to the government of the U.S. Virgin Islands. Uh, That was to keep his name out of any potential litigation against Jeffrey Epstein's state, not his estate. This is Jeffrey Epstein's estate. That's, of course, Little St. James Island. Uh, So obviously he must have had a, a fairly close relationship with Jeffrey Epstein if he was willing to pay $62 million to just say, don't say my name. (laughs) Just do not bring my name up. I don't want anybody knowing. And I certainly don't want him knowing that I paid almost $160 million in addition to this to a known pedophile, to a convicted sex offender who was running a child trafficking organization out of this very island. Well, anyways, the uh, lawsuit against Jeffrey Epstein and then, of course, uh, the uh, the Chase Bank being brought in, uh, that's exactly what Leon Black would have been involved in because there was at least one of Jeffrey Epstein's victims, Jane Doe, she was trafficked by Jeffrey Epstein. She accuses Leon Black of sexually abusing her, of raping her. Well, it was just this week that we get more financial news about Leon Black and Jeffrey Epstein. In the Daily Mail, 
it was reported in, and I guess got to say, I get I get a lot of good stuff out of the Daily Mail. Like I, I'm actually kind of surprised that for a couple of years there I didn't really read it, but uh, they're always good for Jeffrey Epstein news. Uh, if you know, just giving you a hint here. But back in 2015, of course, before Epstein died. Leon Black donated $10 million to a group called Gratitude America. It sounds really nice, right? Gratitude America. Well, guess what? It was a, That was the charity that was run by Jeffrey Epstein. What was their mission? Because, of course, as a nonprofit, you have to have a mission. <clears throat> it was a vague notion of supporting the expression of gratitude for the ideals of America. <clears throat> Man. You need $10 million to do that? Uh, I mean, that, that seems like a, a, a pretty nebulous uh, mission that you can have right there. I mean, it's suspicious in and of itself. But what's more suspicious about it is that it's the only donation. <laughs> it's the only donation that this charity ever received. Uh, and it was in existence for three years before that. So I, I don't know. Maybe Jeffrey started it in uh, 2012. And he just left it there as a shell just in case somebody needed to give him some money in case he needed a payoff or something like that. And then as soon as he did, he was like, Leon, I got just the thing. Gratitude America. You're going to love it. You're going to love financing this brand new or this three-year-old charitable organization. Now, the same month that Leon Black gave this $10 million to Gratitude America, which was run by Jeffrey Epstein, a person by the name of Guzel Geneva. She is a Russian model who also happened to be the mistress of Leon Black. Well, she received the first of what was supposed to be many $100,000 monthly payments to stay quiet about their relationship. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder why that would come up in the conversation about Gratitude America. Well, as it turns out, those $100,000 payments were coming from a mystery e-trust E for Epstein, whereas all of the other money she'd received from Black was directly from his bank account. So that means that Leon Black was paying his mistress, a Russian model, money out of his own pocket. And then E-Trust, sounds like probably run by Jeffrey Epstein, was also paying her as well. And in total, she was due to receive $20 million from Leon Black as part of their deal. Now, what did she have to do to gain this $20 million? All she had to do is sign a non-disclosure agreement, agreeing to never speak about their romance. That involved meetups at the Upper East Side apartment across the street from where Leon Black lives with his wife, Deborah, and their children. Leon Black, you dirty dog, you dirty dog. So the only problem is Geneva went public with her rape and harassment allegations in 2021. When she when and when Leon Black accused her of lying, she sued him for defamation. What she described was alleged sexual abuse. Now, her specific claims have been redacted, uh, but she called him a sadist with abnormal sexual proclivities. So that explains it why Leon Black wouldn't want anybody to know that he was sleeping with a Russian model. I think a lot of guys <laughs> would be proud of that fact. Hey, this is my girlfriend. I mean, take a look at her. She's a knockout. But Leon Black didn't want anybody to know, probably because she was so turned off by how odd he was in bed, the, the sadistic and horrible behaviors that he engaged in. And she said, you know what? Give me the money. I'm walking away. I don't want nothing to do with you. It must have been very, very heinous if she was willing to give up those remaining payments on that $20 million to begin talking to the press. 
obviously it sounds like Leon Black was not as much a boyfriend as he was just a guy who raped a Russian model. But, you know, that's for the courts to decide. The only thing is that her case was eventually dismissed because she signed that NDA. However, the information is still out there. So right now, as as we speak, Leon Black is facing two different lawsuits from Epstein trafficking victims. We've got one filed by a woman named Cherry Pearson in 2022. And then we have this new one uh, who is the Jane Doe with Mosaic Down Syndrome. We spoke about her a couple of weeks ago. She's the one who said she was raped at the age of 16. I mean, uh, I, that's pretty twisted right there to to be the type of person that wants to rape someone who is like physically or mentally disabled like that is a special kind of sick that's a Jimmy Savile level sick I wonder if Leon Black was also into going to the morgue to get his rocks off now of course Leon Black is innocent until proven guilty we should go ahead and say that right off the bat I mean he's alleged to have done these horrible and despicable things. But, you know, for his part, he denies everything. He says none of it ever happened. And, of course, the lawsuits are ongoing. But the other kicker is that both of these women say that these events, these attacks, happened at Jeffrey Epstein's New York mansion. And we already know that Leon Black was tight with Jeffrey Epstein. Now, prosecutors from the U.S. Virgin Islands say that Jeffrey Epstein's criminal enterprise was bankrolled with money that was stored in the Southern Trust Company from 2013 to 2017. The total was $158 million. That just happens to be the same amount Leon Black had given to Jeffrey Epstein between 2012 and 2017. Isn't that a coinkydink? Now, Jane Doe, the latest accuser, the woman with autism and mosaic Down syndrome, uh, makes she says that her condition makes her vulnerable to grooming and abuse. So, uh, yeah, I think obviously it would. I mean, a 16-year-old girl meeting uh, a billionaire, no matter how disgusting he is. I mean, obviously, I think that uh, money has a certain allure in American society. And if she's already dealing with a mental and physical disability, it's that much easier to secret her off to Jeffrey Epstein's brownstone in Manhattan, rape her in some sex dungeon, and then basically kick her back out on the street. Leon Black sounds like a real special kind of sicko, and uh, I certainly hope that he gets everything uh, that is coming to him. Um, We also do have statements from uh, lawyers for Leon Black. Uh, They seem to have been able to prevent any prosecution from moving forwards, um, but this new tale of exploitation and abuse is certainly affecting him. Um, While This woman has above-average intelligence. Her autism meant that she perceived the world, especially social interactions, in a childish way, childlike way. So she was a child, and she perceived them in a childlike way. Um, She claims she was groomed by a teen cheerleading instructor and her boyfriend. They forced her to watch them having sex, and she was then brought to an adult party outside Washington. I'm assuming that's D.C., where she was approached by Ghislaine Maxwell. And then in Palm Beach at Jeffrey Epstein's home, Ghislaine Maxwell showed her how to make Jeffrey happy with a sexualized massage. Now, later, 
That same cheerleader instructor who was grooming this young woman told her that she was going to be sent to New York City so that she could meet Epstein's special friend. Guess who that special friend was? Mr. Leon Black. Once she arrived at Jeffrey Epstein's Manhattan Brownstone townhouse, she alleges she was summoned upstairs to Jeffrey Epstein and he was standing there with a huge older man. Leon Black is not a skinny dude. So Epstein then told her that Leon Black was important that he was special, obviously he was bankrolling a whole bunch of money to Jeffrey Epstein, and that she was his special girl to provide his special friend with a massage treatment like he received. Obviously, he is speaking to this young woman like she is a little girl. Now, Black again denies everything. He and his lawyers say these vicious and defamatory lies masquerading as allegations have been intentionally manufactured by the Wigdor law firm as part of the firm's vendetta against Mr. Black for vigorously and successfully defending himself over the past two years. A lot of money can get you to win court cases. Now, the plaintiff's attorney is uh, the same loss, the same law firm that they're mentioning, but the Wigdor's prior case against Mr. Black was thrown out of court. And they claim this one will, too. Now, that would be the one from Gazelle Geneva, uh, the Russian model. <clears throat> okay. All right. So, real briefly, I just want to say thank you to a couple of people over here on the Voxel at Pilled.net. Uh, Patriot714, thank you very much for the phone, brother. Uh, Mighty Patriot, thank you for the phone. Who cares? Says, okay, so Joker's name came out as Jack Oswald White, but wasn't Penguin's name Oswald? Oswald Coppelpot. Yes, that's right. Seems like, uh, I think the people who write comic books nowadays don't have the same, I guess, imaginative flair that the writers of old did. Uh, they seem to recycle old tropes and uh, old uh, storylines, and then they update them and subvert them for a modern audience. That's why I don't read comics anymore. But uh, thank you very much to... Um, <laughs> Mighty Patriots is as a fucking lootly RP. <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying it to, but yeah, you're right. Uh, Sean Joe, thanks for the cookie. Doug Simey, thanks for the cookie. And Just Duckies says, I'm going to tell everyone who walks into this building that in 2R, Rossi, you are nothing but a whore. <laughs> oh, and then Asty Ball says, thank you for all you do. <laughs> thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Thank you for having fun with me today. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, it's like I start looking at the news and I'm just like, oh, how am I going to face this? There so many things are happening. And uh, although I feel like we're in a good place, it's still difficult Sometimes like you hear about this, Donald Trump, probably a new indictment coming up in Georgia, maybe next week. But they're convening this this uh, secret grand jury, uh, another grand jury, apparently Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. Uh, she's going to take her findings from the initial investigation and present it to a grand jury this next week. So on Tuesday afternoon. Now, be yesterday, two witnesses received subpoenas to appear before the Fulton County Grand Jury, uh, and it said in interviews that they had not yet received notices instructing them to testify within the next 48 hours, which is a sign that the case will not get to the jury until next week. Uh, the Atlanta courthouse on Monday was locked down uh, ahead of Fannie's decision to charge Trump. Fannie Willis is reportedly ready to go and gearing up to indict Trump next week. I think they're probably waiting for some more bad news about the Biden crime family investigation to pop up. 
maybe this uh, this uh, announcement of this new report from the Oversight Committee will be enough to to see it taking place. But this is all going to go back to the 2020 election again. Once again, uh, they're claiming that President Trump attempted to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Not Once again, President Trump had a constitutional responsibility to ensure that the election was uh, carried out in a free, fair, and legal manner. It clearly wasn't. Uh, and Fannie Willis is, once again, just the worst aspect of the American system uh, that we're currently fighting against. These people are the worst. Is that a light on my face? I think so. I think so. I can't. I I see it in the camera, but (laughs) I don't know where it's coming from. Anyways, so keep your eyes out for another indictment against Donald Trump. I I don't think it's going to do anything except make him more popular. Just I think President Trump says the same thing. All right. I'm glad that we got to this point because uh, there is apparently uh, 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 I don't know if they're natural or not or if it was uh, done by arson. But there's forest fires uh, that are taking place currently in Hawaii, and I haven't seen um, uh, uh, Kel in the chat, so I don't know if uh, he's okay. I haven't seen him for God. I mean, it's been like a week or something like that, buddy. But I, I reach out to me, or I'll send you a text after this. Uh, hopefully, you're okay. Hopefully, your family's okay. Hopefully, your house is okay. Uh, I don't know where Maui is in relation to where you live in Hawaii, but anybody else who's in Hawaii, I hope you guys are safe. From what I understand, the Hawaiian government is flying people off the islands because uh, obviously they don't want people there in the midst of what's probably going to be a humanitarian crisis. Um, but an entire town has been burned down, and you can see right here i mean these fires are blazing and wouldn't you know it it just so happens at a time when the left is telling us that we have these uh, overt heat advisories i learned something new the other day guys and let me tell you about it so hawaii is in the middle of the pacific right one of the arguments that i've heard let me actually let's go to story time for this one so they've been saying on the news, in print, on television, that temperatures are rising. They've told us that man-made climate change is raising the temperature, and as a result, that's why we have all these fires. That's why the entirety of Canada was set on fire all at once. They'll probably blame that on these Hawaiian fires. They've done it before in California. Uh, It happens every single season, it seems like. You know, it's been hot for as long as I can remember. The summer's always hot. Uh, But I don't remember them ever telling us that there were heat advisories. So I went looking for evidence of, you know, how could this happen? You know, it it basically started after 2020. They kind of ramped it up. They've been warning about these things. But you know what is is an interesting fact that they're never going to admit or uh, bring into this conversation. But it turns out that in 2020, the global community outlawed the use of a particular type of diesel fuel on shipping container uh, vessels going back and forth across the Atlantic or the Pacific or wherever. And the diesel exhaust from these ships would go up into the atmosphere and they would act as a natural geoengineering block for sunlight coming through the clouds. So, Now that it's not there, over the last couple of years, the surface level temperatures of the ocean have actually been uh, just rising ever so slightly, giving the appearance of man-made global warming. But it's there only because this uh, uh, exhaust cloud cover 
that previously existed doesn't exist anymore. Uh, and, uh, and I actually saw this admitted in like a scientific article. They, they, they did a study. They determined that this exhaust had previously been blocking the rays of the sun because for the last three years it hasn't been there. It explains the increase in the surface level temperatures of the ocean. Um, is that something that we can fix? I mean, you know, I, I hate to, Given argument for geoengineering, I, I think that uh, it's uh, it's it's something that they've been doing for a very long time. Uh, and uh, if would they decide to just you know stop so that it would make it appear as if there's a bigger problem than we actually have? Absolutely. So I don't know what the answer is. Uh, I don't even know that the ocean surface temperature is getting a little bit warmer. But uh, I did reach. Uh, I got in touch with Duppy. Um, Regarding the Illuminati stuff, uh, we haven't spoken uh, you know, properly in, in direct messages, but we talked uh, via email. And I'm going to give him uh, a, a shout out here once the show is done. So anyways, I appreciate you guys being here. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Good luck, everyone. God bless. We'll see you tonight at 9 p.m. on Badlands Media for another episode of Altered State. If not then, tomorrow at 5. Bye-bye.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.